Don't ever treat this like some sort of game again, okay? This is my career, all right? You are on my podcast right now. When I say go, you start hitting record. Are we going right now? Oh, shit. I, I mean, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Joey Capuana. Welcome to Joey Hates Everything. It's episode 21. Markel, are you driving a car right now? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know how I feel about that, dude. We got Markel coming at us live from the motherland of Minnesota. He was on episode four, uh, for those of you that don't know Markel personally. How you doing tonight, bud? I'm pretty good. Shit. Just smoking on this dude. Hell yeah, man. Where where are you going past right now? Give me some nostalgia. Where are you where are you going past? Um, let's see here. I'm on the corner, um, by the subway on Dodd. By the subway park at. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I can't remember if you told it in episode four, like that episode that we did together with Dan and and Mike. But oh yeah, did yeah, you yeah. tell that up? Did you tell that story about how like you basically just had to shut it down? Um, I believe so. If that was on like the final cut, you know. Dude, can, do you have any other? Do you have any other good subway stories? Because like I used to work at a Quiznos, and it was it was every other day something ridiculous would happen there. And if you need a second to think of one, I, I got I got a couple of Quiznos oh ones, bro. Yeah, why don't you start off? Well, I you know I can talk about this now because it's it's been so many years, like and nothing really bad ever came of it. But in high school, you know, I used to I used to sell weed, and it. It got to the point where I was like actually making money and doing well because people trusted me and they, they would come by and be like, oh, I know this guy, you know, he's not going to fuck me over and he's not going to have any terrible weed. So we eventually created a system for us to sell weed through drinks. We would tell the person, come in, and not only would you get a free sandwich by faking the fact that you were a customer, you get a free drink and you get your weed just from going into Quiznos. I, I was already on a level of Gustavo Fring, you know, the guy who runs the chicken meth empire in Breaking Bad, at the age of 17. You're going to tell me I can't run a business here? All right? I was made for much bigger things. Didn't you say the FBI was, like, taking pictures of you and shit? <laughs> yes. I, this is what sucks about podcasting is, like, eventually, especially when you do it drunk and high, is I can't remember what I've talked about before. I thought I already said that. The FBI eventually caught on. And again, I'm not getting anybody in trouble by doing this. We've, we've all stopped and nothing ever came of it. But they would actually sit in the parking lot across from us and take pictures of the fucking boys at Quiznos, bro. bro Wait, but knows the FBI? Well, we didn't know it was FBI. It could have been DEA, whatever. We, we, would, we would see them... In the parking lot, because there's that church across from Quiznos, right? And yeah. we'd see them, and they would straight up be taking pictures, and we would eventually just get the balls to be like, what's up, what's up, and start walking towards them, and they would get in their cars and take off. What kind of drugs are you talking about? Well, so I was, I was selling weed, and then one of my buddies was selling meth, and another buddy was selling Xanax. Okay, all right, all right. So that makes a little more sense than that, because I don't understand why the FBI dude, would care about dude, fucking marijuana. It was, a it was a terrible version of Breaking Bad. That's, that's what that fucking Quiznos was. It was like, it's like also low scale. Hell yeah, dude. And we, and, and we, 
It was amazing. Putting because... a kilo in a fucking six-inch sub, like, get the fuck out of here. Dude, yeah, just a fucking... Somebody's doing a hot rail out of the oven, just... Oh, fuck! Uh, it was it was great, though, man. I'll, I'll never forget working there. We had a lot of good times. Uh... But yeah, there's just there's just so many jobs where I've I've had ridiculous stories. I I don't know, RJ. Do you do you have do you have a good one? Could you could you yearn us a tale of a ridiculous time at work? A ridiculous time? Yeah. I mean, I don't. It's just funny because you bring that up, and it's just like insane to me, like the difference in states. Because it's like you guys over here got the fucking FBI over. I mean, I mean, it seems like, I mean, it was, I'm not going to lie, like, you know, meth and... No, I get what you're saying, though. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. we we both totally get what you're saying. But it's like, bro, like, when I was working at King's, the one over in another area, not the one you worked at, but there was a dude who was selling crack out the back, and he wasn't given anything for free. I mean, dude, like, I mean, nothing. Like, it was (laughs) like, you come up, you're fully on the camera and everything, and he's serving crack every other hour. Like, I mean, like... You would have X on the screen. He would be in the middle of flipping a cheeseburger, and he would pop out to serve. You know what I mean? That's wild. It's like when you talk about like, oh, I had to give away this fucking sub. Yeah. He's like, fuck that. Nobody's getting a free burger here. (laughs) I'm getting all my money. You know what I mean? Like I'm coming out here. You're in tax. Pay me more because you're coming to see me at work. You might even pay me an extra five because you have to come see me at work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it goes from that to me hearing you say that. I'm just like, that. it's just crazy because nobody was watching that shit at all. And it was popping over there, bro. I mean, like, he had probably, like, five, ten people come see him a day in a six-hour shift. What you know what I mean? Like, serving, yeah. serving you know like, what I mean? Like, nobody ever said nothing? Like, no, I mean, the GM, the GM was afraid to talk to him because he thought he was going to beat him up. Yeah, there's... See, that would never happen where Mark Hell and I are from. Like, That's what I'm saying. The general manager will react like it's a scene from Kill Bill. And it's just the only thing. All of a sudden, the screen blacks out, and you just see each other's eyes. And it's like, oh, and you're about to fight each other. Yeah. Like, fucking, that's, dude, it is. I, I always think that the white privilege thing, I think the argument gets taken a little too far, but that is the definition of white privilege. If you grew up in Lakeville, Minnesota, you were getting a free fucking sandwich with your dub. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up that your life was ever hard. Bro, Preach, bro. extra meat on that bitch, you were getting a large drink. RJ's talking about the motherfucker in the back of the Manaka Kings, where motherfuckers can't even breathe because there's so much chemicals in the air. The manager is scared to confront this individual because he's selling crack by the dumpster. This is a tale of two cities at its finest, man. And we, I did goes. not grow up with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's... It's definitely different. For sure. I, I, hey, man, I respect it though because you have to think of it at, from another angle though. Like that guy selling crack, he's probably doing that to feed his addiction or, to, you know, I don't know, feed his kids or just like take care of his life. I was doing that so that I could just like spend money on stupid shit. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> bro, I just committed a felony worth of weed sales this week. Oh my God, bro. And it's like, you don't realize that until you come out here and you meet the guy that's actually selling the crack by the King's dumpster. 
it's it's really life is like and that. You, yeah, you Bro. might you might feel a little different around him. You know what I mean? It does feel different, man. You know somebody's selling high end narcotics. You're like, I respect it, but also a little bit scared. This guy might stab me. A little bit scared. Yo, Joey. So you remember that whole uh, little ring going on at the essay in Lakeville? That was honestly the the peak of Lakeville, Minnesota. <laughs> that was dude. That was our roaring twenties. Okay. <laughs> Oh wow! That, that was amazing. So, if you, could, if you could explain it in as much detail as possible, because I really got to pee. This is going to be a thing through the whole episode, and I know the whole story. RJ doesn't. So, no. try to give him as much. I'm going to be right back. Give him a detail. All right. All right. So, pretty much, um, you know, just our local essay, the ones that the the one that we'd always go to when we were younger. We'd like bike there and like buy donuts and shit. Eventually, like, in high school, that shit turned into, like, some crazy-ass, like, free-for-all essay, like, fucking people were working there with fucking, like, felony drug addicts. So they were, like, just behind the desk, just off fucking bars and shit, just fucking doing sales out the back and shit, like, all types of fuckery. And then, like, since they were working, bro, nobody fucking, like... They didn't give a shit about nothing, bro. So literally, everybody knew the code there that you could just walk in that bitch and grab whatever you want, and nobody's gonna say shit. And like, people did that for the longest time, bro. Like, maybe like, I don't know. It felt like a year, bro, where you could just like walk in there and just take whatever. Like, it was just like a chill spot, bro. And so like, we'd go in like the back, the back room area. And we would just, like, chief back there, like, bongs and joints just all day, just smoking. <laughs> like, well, the whole fucking, well, the whole gas station just operating, like, I've even heard of people getting free gas there before. Dude, straight up free gas. I, I gotta jump in here and make a point that I was thinking about while pissing. It's just that these guys, it was almost like a cult. Like, you would enter into this gas station and you if you knew them, it would be like you were in a different world because they had absolutely no care and they had the best drugs you could imagine. They were also giving people free gas. There was people that were working there that were buying shit tons of weed for me and they would give you free stuff in the store. So you yeah, bro, whatever you want. Like, and I, you know, my brain is so <laughs> underdeveloped right now that I can feel it. You go in there as a 17-year-old, and you're a kid in a fucking candy store. I swear to God. I mean, you're like, wait, you're telling me there's somebody here who bought a $100 worth of weed from yesterday. Now they're going to buy $200. I can have snacks and soda I want. And these guys are going to give me free Colorado weed in the back? (laughs) While we we just fucking, like, sit in front of a a car. We would go into the car wash and get lit as fuck. In in, in a, the most least city in Minnesota, for real. You have to say besides maybe in Edina, or I don't. Where else am I thinking of? No, Lakeville's oh. like the most advanced in Minnesota. Lakeville was pulling fucking Dre, Jake Trayfold out of the car for his music being too loud. That's what you call. <laughs> this was, I, I'm not saying anything you know, bad about him or revealing about him. No, he, for real. Literally, the model kid. Isn't it? We called him Trey. And they pulled him out of his car and like had him sitting against the front of the vehicle for his for his music being too loud. 
Like, this is what we're talking about here. This is the type of place we're talking about. And we're in there acting like none of this is going on. Right. I mean... Okay, so this is how I, like, the downfall was. So yeah. these fucking crackheads started taking money out of the register to pay their rent, and then they would just slowly pay, like, the register back, like, are you, oh my god, that's why it got shut down, because it got to a felony level of money that was stolen. Yes, bro. I forgot about that, dude. Money bro, this is like, <laughs> bro, this is grand, yo, fucking crack yeah, money, and just yeah. put it on their rent, like. Oh my god. Then, how did this nigga Micah start working there, and start doing the exact same thing, Last shit, name, bro. be careful, be careful, we're talking about felonies, no last names. I'm not, but. Like, this dude was given free money out to register, bro. I see yeah. that firsthand. Yeah, and it's just like, it's just, it goes back to the underdeveloped brain. Let, like, me, let me hold a hunter, bro, real quick. It, it wasn't even <laughs> like that, though. Like, this kid, if, if somebody was robbing this kid and was like, let me hold a hundred dollars. Like, he had, his parents were rich. He had a hundred dollars to give. He was just like, he got on like a power trip or something, right? right. <laughs> it's like, I am God. And the next he thing you know, the next thing you know, the DEA is just raiding these motherfuckers. <laughs> At a gas station. I remember Bro. the last time I was there, dude, I got incredibly lucky. out, though. Because I, you know, I'll say it a thousand times on every episode. I'm a fucking idiot when I, when I explain this stuff. And if you're 17 and you hear this, you should not do this. I would run around with half a pound of weed and a scale and a bunch of baggies, drugs, all in this one backpack. And I remember the last time the I was there. The most incriminating shit you could do. The most incriminating thing you could do, especially in Lakeville. I mean, it's like, you know, the only thing it could, that could make it more incriminating is if there was a gun and different drugs in there. Like, the, I was the type of person, I was there Osama bin Laden. All right. They were leading campaigns on finding me because I was a, I was an open weed salesman. But I remember the last time I ever went there, I got so fucking lucky because I didn't understand why at the time I was, you know, really never going to come back. We were chilling in the back and it was with Mitch. You remember Mitch? Our, our yeah. Guy. And he literally, this guy could smoke. I'm not kidding. I, he could smoke a half ounce of medical marijuana and be fine. And we right. have zero problems. Okay, so that's how I, I sort of viewed myself as the type of guy that could that could keep up with anybody smoking-wise. I used to smoke more back then than I do now. And <clears throat> he got me so fucking high that we were in the back, right, in the in the in the the washing area where the car cars go through, because you know they close it at this point night. Right. And all of a sudden we used to hear like a ton of sirens. And I was like I just got this this natural feeling like, bro, this is it. This is the raid. And I took off running. I remember I would always park in the Wendy's parking lot, Markel. And I was like, I, I know they're doing bad shit here. And I'm running across lanes of traffic. Like the fucking Joker in that scene after he kills the guys on the side. <laughs> my bag's in my hands. <gasps> fucking get to my car, speed home. My dad's sitting in the front. I've got to fucking act like there's nothing wrong. He's like, what's up? I'm like, hey! Dude, it was... That, that to me will always go down as sort of one of the good lessons in my life. It's like, that was the first time I realized, like, that's not how shit works. 
You don't just sell every narcotic under the sun and give away free money and gas and give away free <laughs> drinks and not have it come down crashing on you with felonies. I mean, you said, you said, I'm not going to say that a lesson or is that common sense? Good God. Exactly. But, but not to a 16 year old, you know, we were 16 and yeah, 17 years true. old. We, we didn't understand, you know, I'm surprised that my fucking ape brain can figure that out now. We didn't know that back then. And, um, yeah, it's just, I, 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 you know, you mentioned his name earlier. I won't say it again. It was the guy that worked the register that was our age. He, he basically got away scot-free because he was underage. It was the two dudes that were like 26 that were making those trips to Colorado. I'm pretty sure they went to jail for years. Yeah, they were already on probation. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it was just me, but I mean, I was there often. And, and to the point where you have to be like thankful, you know, that they that they never came while we were there. And you know, right. statute of limitations, I'm pretty sure gets gets me all good on weed sales. I don't even need to look up the law. If you're gonna try and bring up the fucking Joey hates everything episode twenty one, <laughs> I talked about how I was killing it in Lakeville with the bud. Fine, hey, book me. I don't even shit, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking lawyer, my lawyer, Robert, Robert, Robert S. He's oh, no. <laughs> get, get Robert S. Is gonna tell you you weren't that important. It doesn't Dude, matter. You would be RJ. Let's talk about this, man. If you were a lawyer, you would totally be like like Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. You would get in there. You'd be like, look, bud, you hit six kids in the ice cream truck while you were fucking drinking a bottle of whiskey. What do you want me to do for you? And you tell them how it is. And I respect that. And this is, you know, I want to tell you on the podcast, I think you should be a lawyer. Yeah. It's like, we're going to turn that bottle of whiskey into a bottle of water. That's right. You know? We're going to turn that ice cream truck into a uh, ice cream truck that needed an alignment. You know? Four new tires. (laughs) And all those kids, they deserved it. No, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gotta win the client over this is why i think you'd be amazing but listen man i i'm really markel I'm, I'm wishing that our friend uh kier could be on the podcast tonight because i'm drinking a foamy miller light out of a wine glass that says mommy juice and i know that that would send our buddy into an absolute spiral uh, of like anger <laughs> so <laughs> we just we need to try and get him on the next one because uh I don't, it's it's a good glass it Dude, you could have had the one what, is, nice what does one the other one say it says dad something i don't know the mommy the mommy juice one is better because the way it's written and also like the underlying tones of it like they make me a little bit upset but i also just like how ridiculous it looks with the beer in there. Like, it, it definitely... Yeah, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> I meant with beer, not you. You just, you just poured beer in a wine glass. Yeah, dude. It's it's uh, like it's honestly pretty good, man. I... I gotta admit, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit too high for this episode because I don't know if I mentioned it before we started recording, but I'm off some dispensary weed right now. I this does bring me to a good debate that you and I have always had, Markel. You literally won't like smoke weed that you don't know where it's from. 
Yeah. Is that still how you feel now? Yeah. RJ was going to take a piss, but he yelled, that's smart as fuck before he left. <laughs> I just, man, because I view you like somebody that likes to smoke. And, like, if you can't smoke, I mean, you could go a couple of days, right? But a guy like me, I start freaking out after the 12-hour mark. Yeah, bro. Like It's just hard for me to be like, oh, I literally have this weed, and you're just going to be like, no. <laughs> like, I, I've never understood it. Right, like... It's like if there's food, you're just going to eat it, bro. <laughs> like, You're right, though. You're right. And you won't just do that. You'll be like, what the fuck is in this? Yeah. Yeah. Talk on that a little bit. Talk about I'm more interested in the weed part because I think a lot of people would agree with you on the food part. But I don't think a lot of people really understand your perspective on why you have to know where it's coming from and why it has to be like the shit that you like. So, so speak on that. Um... I don't know. I've I've just been smoking for a while now, and I just feel like I'd call myself, or I'd say in the past I was a weed connoisseur. So mm. like, I was just always like really interested in it. So I'd always try to find like the best weed I could, you know. So I I traveled around the country, and I'd say I got my hands on some of the best stuff that you can get. And it's just like. I don't know. After you try, like, so many good strains and stuff, you can't really, like, go back to, like, something you don't know. Like, yeah. if it looks good, you know, and, like, I don't know where it came from, sure, I'll smoke it. But, like, I guess I'm just kind of picky on the strains I smoke. Well, you and I were uh, – we've, we've been friends since the fifth grade, but we really – uh, we, there was a while where we didn't hang out for a while. And then I think sort of around 2017, we started linking back up again. Does that sound about accurate? Yeah. I just, I mean, you, you noticed through all those times, like how much I changed when I wasn't able to smoke and stuff, you know? I definitely you, did. Bro. You let someone that fucking loves pot, you don't even, that doesn't happen to you. Right? Yeah. I just, man, that blows my fucking mind because it's like. I mean, it happens at first, to be honest, but eventually it just, that feeling of just feeling like shit when you quit, it just goes away. Yeah, I, um, man, I don't know. There's, there's been so many times where it's like, shit, I got to get some weed right now. And when you when you don't have it, it's like I start to go crazy. And so I feel like I need to work on that for sure because it's not like everybody that smokes pot is just like, man, I can't go a day without it, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I just, dude, I got distracted because I just got a text from work that said, hey, aren't you coming in tonight? I told you the schedule was back to normal. <laughs> And I immediately put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and we're just going to kind of keep doing the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to normal? Uh, yeah, I don't, I literally, back to normal, would I thought would have meant five days a week. So, um, yeah, he's kind of just going to have to find somebody. I don't, I don't really know what to do at this point, because I don't have a ride, and told me I was off. <laughs> Joey's podcasting when he should be at work. <laughs> hey man, his boss is like, "What if we had this live?" It needed to happen. 
They're look, look. They're going to the manager listens to this podcast. He's probably going to hear this part. And um, well, <laughs> hey, I well, I, you know, I'm on my way. What, out, what do you have to say to him, Jerry? Right. I don't. I don't know. I all I have to say is, look. If you tell me the schedule is going back to normal, well. <laughs> You know, I, I assumed well, that was two days off a week. I mean, you would assume that, you know, it goes back to normal next week, not like right fucking now. Oh, we'll give you this one day off so that you can come right back. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I've been working 50, 60 hours a week, and you're going to be like, here's your one day off, buddy. Now come back and fucking schedule. Like, and now, that's normal. This is interesting because what I'm doing with the phone, I'm taking the phone and I'm I'm pitching it. I'm pitching it over to the front recliner so that I cannot see. Did it. you get another call or something? Maybe it's on Do Not Disturb. So the story is gonna be uh, that I we fell asleep. A, we I, I, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Like I don't I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> you know I don't really care ah i didn't want to say it but it's kind of like jesus man i can't be there 19 days over the course of two weeks i'm sorry i i was under the impression that i didn't work tonight it's fucking 10 30 nobody's hit me up goodbye and and here's here's where it gets complicated because the manager and i we're, we're like friends like so i mean if he hears this this is going to be an issue and I guess I'm sorry, man, but, like, also, you told me I was going back to five days, and I have Mondays off. You tell me the day before that I'm getting a Sunday off. Like, this is not good podcast <laughs> material, I really don't think, but, hey, bud, we work no, it out. definitely I, is. I, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is not really my fault. I don't. The worst part about this is, is, like, he's telling you you're getting weekends off again. Yeah, and it's like, well, you said on the podcast you're off on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. So now you get Mondays and Thursdays oh. off. You get, like, the worst days off now. It's like you got to work Saturday and Sunday. Dude, I, I'm straight yeah, up but... trying to tell him that I fell asleep and hope he doesn't listen to this episode. The one thing the one thing I'm going to tell him is my boy needs a raise. Dude, your boy does need a raise. Like, we've talked about that on episodes before. We yeah, give get... this man a raise for coming in six days a week. It ain't, yeah, I mean, if dude, at this point, I mean, he pretty much works like a manager. Like, it's mm-hmm. crazy. So, who else really wants to work the night shift? Yeah, I, I honestly, I can't tell you what's gonna happen with this. I'm dealing mean, with the Manaka bottom. Okay, so it's, <laughs> for anyone, for anyone that. <laughs> Bro, no call, no show. <laughs> Yeah, and for anybody that's listening to this right now and might be like, oh, this part is boring, it's like, dude, episode 22 might be titled, I Was Fired. <laughs> no, this is live, bro. This, this, is, not this is incriminating. This is incriminating. <laughs> this shouldn't be boring. This is actually Yeah, this is incriminating. I'm I feel like you have to bleep some stuff out. It's just, I mean, it's sort of like, it's like when uh, in Modern Warfare 2, when Soap, and and Captain Price decide that they're just gonna go on the suicide mission. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're on your way out now. Sort of freeing, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, what are you gonna do? Fire fire me? I mean, all right. Like 
Yeah. Have fun with a housekeeper at the front desk for the next two weeks. I don't know what it's to tell you. It's not possible. I bro. was under the impression that I was not going to be in tonight. I've had a few more lights, and baby, we're recording. So yeah, bro. I think you're I too intoxicated, you boy, bro. Hell yeah, bud. I don't know. Joey, you're too intoxicated to show up to work, bro. Dude, that's that's what it is. I would never ever drink a beer at work. <laughs> I would never. Dude, I would never do that. I, dude, I can, I, you know, between you and I, I've had a couple hits of marijuana tonight. I would never do that at work. What minded individual would though? Are you? Yeah. I would never. No, no, RJ, keep it real on you. Keep it real on right now. Like you don't know what's at stake for me. All right, I get to hand out Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches every morning. I get twelve twenty-five every single hour. So don't talk to me like I should shouldn't be taking this job seriously. All right. This <laughs> is this is a motherfucker's livelihood. Right yeah, here. man. All right. Every time I hand out that cinnamon roll and the guy goes, "You don't have a muffin," and I get to explain to him that we're short-staffed and we only have a thousand-dollar a week budget, and all you fucking animals have to be down here for a breakfast every single goddamn day, I love that. So don't ever tell me. <laughs> this uh, this episode is going to be titled "Incrimination." <laughs> is, that, is that even a word? <laughs> This episode is it titled is. This episode is titled You're Fired. It's giving me it's giving me anxiety in the back of my head right now because I know the phone is ringing off the hook. And putting it on Do Not Disturb makes the first one go to voicemail. And he's gonna know that. So it's kind of just gonna be this is a thing now. This is a thing. You don't have any emergency contacts. Dude, right? We better hope your fiance's mom really has that connection at that job. Because otherwise, I'm moving back into the room. I'm moving back into the studio we're recording from right now. Right where I started. With my back getting stuck to the recliner and seven-year-old screaming at 2 a.m. Oh, my God. It's going to be... It's going to be great. We're going to get a restart here, and I'll probably just stay another two years then if we're restarting. <laughs> I mean, bro, you've been through a lot, bro. You were, so you were on that front line during COVID, bro. Yeah, I was on the front line, motherfuckers. Fuck nurses. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but He fully means that. Dude, if you're a I mean, nurse, tune off right now. I'm just not going to answer the phone and I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do now. Like it's going to, I've never been in this situation before where I didn't at least make an excuse. And also I've documented evidence that I saw the call. Like so, he's not retarded. He's going to listen to like that. He's literally going to like the he's, second this is posted. The manager is like, not a dumb guy. He fucking like he. He uh, knows I'm on the night schedule. He knows that I just was like, okay, I'm not. This is not happening for the fucking third time this week. And you know, if there's a write-up, cool. If they want to fire me, cool. That's I'll say it right now. That's fine. That's fine. I'm I'm sort of at my wits end with this sort of thing. I mean, yeah. Don't even start how you're a first responder to fucking domestic violence and 
and they won't, of crazy even shit. Let me, they won't even let me wear something like a badge or a bolo tie, a cowboy hat to like let these people know, hey, you I'm the fucking sheriff around these parts. You are God in a it. fucking you're in a fucking a hotel right now in shithole Pennsylvania during a pandemic. Shit gets weird out there, okay? We like bad stuff happens at night. You need a guy like me, all right? That's willing to go toe to toe. Um, <laughs> now, do I get close to pissing my pants when these people threaten to kill me? I do, because I don't have a gun, and there's a very high chance that they will. So, <clears throat> I don't know. If you guys want the little old lady that works on Sunday nights to come in and, and deal with that, then, man, if you want to be the one to deal with that, that's like, I don't even fucking, I don't know what to say at this point. You're going to have to take the L tonight. I, I don't even want the phone. It's like, dude, it's like when you. Dude, I want you to take it off Do Not Disturb and we just read the messages. Like, I feel yeah. so great. Like. I don't think we could, dude. Reading the messages on the podcast might be a little bit far. Like he's gonna. (laughs) You think he's gonna file us? He might have to work, dude. (laughs) Well, while we laugh at him, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at the fact that it's like, dude, you're depending on the guy that looks like Shaggy from the 22 from the 2022 release of Scooby, like. Oh, shit. You're relying on a god that like yells at people when they ask for two breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> you get one, motherfucker. What? <laughs> that is it, dude. I, I don't know, man. They they ask me. Do you me, have ham? Fuck no. It's bacon and sausage. Oh my god. They asked us to come in for an unpaid meeting on my next day off, so. <laughs> So, I wouldn't show I, up. I, you know, I'm starting to feel a little less bad. I'm starting to feel a little less bad. Like, what is this a salary job? Like, uh, no, it's we're gonna go in, not get paid, and talk about fucking towels for two hours. Like, dude, Dylan, you're my friend, man, but I don't know how much somebody can give a fuck about a job that is falling apart for twelve bucks an hour. I said it. It's what it is. RJ's drinking a fucking glass that says off-duty dad. It's making me more angry. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, he's, he's sipping it in my face. Let's, um, I'm not going to read them. We're just going to go check. We're going to go check the, uh, we're going to ch- check the phone. See what's going on here. You can't say you're going to check and then not read them. Yeah. Yeah, we got to hear something. <laughs> The person that's there right now has said, hey, it's blank. What's up? What time do you think you'll be here? That was six minutes ago. You're tripping, bro. I call from the hotel. So. And, bro, they know you're not going to show up. The story is like, I was asleep for this. That's what I'm going to tell them. Bro, they know that you know you don't work. Like, why do they have to tell you like that? That's the thing is I, I usually was scheduled for Mondays, but they, they told me that, uh, or no, no, wait, wait, today is Monday, right? Yeah, dude, I'm off yeah. on Mondays. What the fuck am I <laughs> talking about? This fucking guy, man. 
But you got to go back and look at your messages when he said, because he said... It's back to the, the old schedule. Or aren't you off on the weekends? Yeah, you're right. He told me that in person. Oh, he told that in person. Okay. He said, me... things are going back to normal. And then he told me, you don't need to be in tomorrow because so-and-so is going to be there. Oh, that's what he said? Guys, we can't talk about this for another 40 minutes. We can't. Like, it, I'm sure there's been funny moments and stuff, but... I mean, we, we've got to move on. I feel um, like this was all pretty funny, but go, yeah, let, let's let's slide. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to slide right past that and pretend it's not happening. Uh, let's see here. What what did I have written You ain't coming in. <laughs> Bro, back to talking about, like, you're relying on the guy that's sort of an idiot. I wrote this down. So um i usually try most most of these episodes that i do like i'll if i think of something funny i'll write it down and try and mention it sometime during the episode you know or you know every once in a while there has been a written joke but most of it is organic this is just something i'm straight up admitting i wrote down one time in the first grade uh we were studying australia we were studying every single continent you know and our our teacher set up all of our chairs to be like in rows, like in planes. And then for the rest of the day, we did activities while we just sort of like watched videos about flying over Australia. Like it would show the Australian landscape and stuff. And I got outside and I asked my buddy, I was like, do you think we're really in Australia? And he goes, are you serious? <laughs> we were in first grade, dude. And he's like, are you, wait, are you for real? Like, you thought this was a real thing? He's the same kid who's like, like do you believe in Santa Claus? This is the you guy. fucking pussy. Like, this is the guy like, you guys got hired. Like, I don't, you can't expect me to guess when the schedule is going to change, man. I don't know. I I gotta take a piss. I, I'm throwing I'm throwing it over to you guys. Think, think of something, man. RJ, talk about how we might do boomstone. He's trying to get me to do mushrooms. Shit, bro. If you try it, just try a little bit. That's what he said. Do like a point three or point four. Yeah, that's a good time. Have you have you done shrooms a lot? Mm hmm. No. I've only did it uh, a few times. And it was just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I never tried anything crazy like that, motherfucker. So, like, what did you what did you end up seeing, like, or feeling or anything like that? Um, was, it, was it more like of an intense marijuana high, or was it like, did you, like, did shit start to change a little bit? Like, what am I about to see off this little... Okay, thing? really? When you eat that, like, amount... You don't really see anything different, but I feel like it enhances your, like, senses. So I right. feel like all your senses are just, like, just, like, higher. And so, like, you just kind of, like, vibe with things more. I mean, that's like, pretty. that sounds pretty legit, for real. That doesn't sound like nothing bad. And so I think when people have bad trips is when they're, like, around bad energy or, or thinking bad thoughts. Then, you know, it just... It gives it a stronger effect. So if you're like around good energy or good thoughts, you know, it's just like higher senses. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he's been Joey's been trying to get me to do this shit now for like months, dude. 
mind. Have you ever tried any type of psychedelic? No, nothing ever. Okay, bro. You should try it, bro, because, like, it kind of just, like, will change your perception on things, your perspective. Like, you know when you smoke and then you get, like, new thoughts or new ideas on something you're thinking when you're sober? Right. Yeah, it does that about, like, your whole life, kind of. Kind of gives you, like, a little bit of insight. I've been, I've definitely been interested in it. We just got to find somebody out here. I know a couple people, you know. Yeah. And you know, they're talking about like doing like uh, legal shrooms and medical shrooms. Yeah, I just don't know how long it's going to take. I heard Oregon's going to be one of the first. Yeah. That's That's going to be interesting. I, I mean, we'll see. I hope it works out. I'd like to see everything legalized, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that point. <clears throat> Talking about a little bit of the uh, shrooms, doing like a smaller dose just to get, I just asked him because he said he did a smaller dose. Yeah, for your first time, Marco? Just All my times. I've The most I've done probably is like a gram. Okay. A gram, I still consider that threshold of tripping, I would say. But, but my recommendation for RJ was like, I remember the first time me and a friend of the program, Matt G, he's, he said, here, I'll give you, I'll just give you a little bit. You see what it's like. And we went to, dude, we just went to a Lakeville Perkins. And it was one of the, like, I remember I had never seen colors that way before. I remember looking at trees and going, I've never seen anything like that. Why would you go to a food place if you're about to trip, dude? That's got to be, like, so disgusting. That's the thing. It's like, I, I'm pretty sure all I got was, like, coffee and, like, some hash browns or something. Because I already wasn't hungry. But um, we we went there, and I just remember it being fun as fuck, even in a social environment. So I, I think it could be good, dude. I think we could have a good time. I mean, it's not going to be, like... On the Super Bowl when I died and came back to life. <laughs> Bro, RJ was drunk as fuck and I was tripping balls and that's just not a good combination. Dude. Oh, dude, I was right. hammered off the IPAs. That's when I was real bad on the IPAs, getting fucking smashed on a regular basis. We were FaceTiming our uncle and he was talking to our uncle's kid and he kept going... The Buccaneers are faggots. The Tom Brady's a queer. And you would just every five minutes hear my uncle go, RJ, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. It was so good, man. I uh we we had a good day. I it was uh, the Buck of Queers and the Kansas City Yeah, Queers. yeah. <laughs> Kansas City Queens. Yeah, dude, you kept yelling that over and over again, and our uncle kept being like, dude, what the fuck is happening over there right now? And RJ, I remember I didn't realize how drunk he was at the time, and maybe he didn't realize how hard I was tripping. Dude, he had me FaceTime my family (laughs) on shrooms. And he goes, I don't get it. I don't get it. You don't want to talk to them? And I'm like, Dude, I might start talking about how Joe Rogan could be an alien to my grandmother. Do you think that that's a good idea? I saw a shooting star when me and RJ were sitting in the back of her house, and she thought I was high. She didn't believe that there was a shooting star. So talking to her while shroomed out doesn't seem like the best idea in the world. Yeah, she's not putting up with any of your bullshit at all. I mean, it's just going to be... 
Oh, another missed call from the hotel. Uh, we're <laughs> this podcast really gonna be hard for me i've talked about that on a lot of episodes but just for you know i don't know just while i'm thinking of it for anybody that might hear this that is related to me like dude you know this is not how i act in front of family members like i you know i can keep it together i'm not gonna tell your kid to say fuck the job do a podcast and get hot i i promise you it's gonna be all and somebody should have, I'm honestly a little bit upset at you guys for letting me place a beer next to your thousand dollar laptop. Like we should have, we, this should have been taken care of minutes ago, man. I'm just going to go ahead and hold this. I, Markel, I'll just go ahead and explain this to you real quick. It's something about every time I'm at RJ's house, if I exceed four beers, I spill something. Oh, he's 100% every single time. But you don't you don't really think of that as a thing for me, right? Like, have I ever spilled something at your house? I don't think so. Have no. I? I've gotten way too fucking fucked up at your house before. That's for sure. But Joey's uh, just like he's too comfortable here. He's like, if I spill this, it doesn't matter. Markel, Fuck I these assholes. No, it was literally, and he he's being a dick right now because he knows <laughs> it's not like that. I go, guys, I'm so fucking sorry. Like, <laughs> I'll clean it up. I'm so fucking sorry. Yo, but one thing I liked earlier, Markel, was you started off a story, like when we were talking about essay, and you got the good basis of it, and then I added to it. Do you think you could start off the story about the time you took <laughs> – you you literally took me sledding like I was a child when I was on Molly and Ass. Did <laughs> you sort of, like, give a start to your day through that whole thing? Shit, I don't really remember, but I remember it was, like, an early snowy day, and I was just like – Shit, bro, let's go, uh, let's go sledding. And so, you know, I pulled up in the, the work van, had the sleds in the cut, and, you know, we went to that church. Dude. Just... <laughs> yeah, that, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I was gonna say, dude, is that day was so awesome. I remember this is, it's funny that we're doing this on this podcast because I called in sick to work for, I mean, for basically a, a mental health day straight up. Like I was like, whatever, dude, there's going to be a blizzard. I'm not waiting for somebody to come pick me up in this shit. I'm getting drunk as fuck. So right before the, uh, right before the blizzard started hitting, I called, you, you know, rich homie Doim. Sam T. <laughs> so I call him up. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm in Lakeville, bro. I need a cart. And I had the moo carts. And I was like, that's perfect. I need a ride to the liquor store. So we went, we got a bunch of booze. And I remember on that day, snow starts pouring down, right? And I was the only one home because everybody else was working like a normal person. So I'm just sitting, literally getting drunk with my dog until Matt, who is working at the same job, gets off. He's like, dude, I'm just trying to get rid of the rest of this Molly. I'll sell it to you for like 40 bucks. And it ended up being like eight points. So he just pulls up to my house in a blizzard. He's like, I got acid too. I end up buying both from him. And then, and then you called me later. So now the snow is, dude, it's like a foot and a half high. And it is fucking coming down. And Markel's like, dude, I got the van. I'm picking you up. 
And I can't, dude, I can barely tell where I am. I'm at my parents' house. <laughs> fucking. Okay. Driving out in the snow. It's a fucking foot and a half. The, dude, the first night I got back from, I'll go back to the story in a second. But the first night I got back from Pennsylvania to Minnesota, me and Markel hung out and we did, and I did acid. And we couldn't find my house. I forgot the address. And so I was running through my mom and dad's neighborhood on acid. Running up as close as I could to the house numbers, <laughs> trying to meet them, and I was like, "I wonder if they still have the same code." And the garage door opens, and my fucking dad is standing right there, dude. <laughs> oh, dude, so mad, dude. So many good memories of Markel, man. But no, he knew I was fucked up, I think. But he's like, "Dude, can you not come home at three in the morning?" You know. Um, yeah, but we we were sledding, and I just remember, basically, my whole point of this story, like, it was just insane. You're going to have to fucking take my word for it that it was absolutely fucking nuts. But we, we you know, we, we went sledding on fucking acid and molly. Like, you have to, you have to experience something like that in your life, I think. And that's really my whole, my whole point of showing RJ mushrooms. Like, it's the lightest one you could start out with. And it might be like, oh, shit, dude, you might experience something that you never knew could be that great. Because we're 23 years old. Sledding could be fun for an hour if you're drunk. On on Aston and Molly, that was some of the most fun I've had in years. I mean, that was such a good time, you know? That was crazy when you went off that jump backwards. Oh, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> Joey's kids... like, I don't care if I break my neck. Some kids from the job that I showed up to barred out and uh, and drunk. That's why I got fired because I was stealing beer. Uh, they showed up to the job and they, I mean, they showed up to the hill. These kids, like all of them, were friends and they worked at the grocery store. And they were like, "Oh shit, Joey!" And of course, the next time they see me, I'm sledding on Molly. Like, <laughs> that's the job you called off from. Come on, man. No, I got I got fired from that job because I stole a six pack of beer. Shout out to Cup Foods. We love you. Oh yeah, dude. I remember going there all the time whenever I visited. But you can buy tons of liquor there. Yeah, yeah. It's all that's the thing, it's three point two and they don't tell you. They should have to advertise that. What? It's not it's near beer. So when you go to a when you go to a gas station or a grocery store in minnesota none of it is like the actual alcohol content that the miller light we drink has you have to go to a liquor store it's so stupid it's to get so dumb. regular miller light yeah because if you go to a grocery store or a gas station it will have three like 3.0 3.0 alcohol is the limit and it's just like guys first of all you know that all that's going to make an alcoholic do is buy twice the amount of drinks and second of all, if somebody wants alcohol that bad, they're not going to be like, oh, shoot, the only thing open is the near beer places. I'm not drinking tonight. <laughs> but, yeah. I can't oh, actually pay to get the fucking alcohol dumbed down. That's insane. I doubt that Miller Lite pays for it. Yeah, you know what I mean? no, they they... It's a certain state law that they somehow make money from. I don't know, man. 
Only other thing I got to say is my dad got bit by a tarantula this week. We're all praying for him, all hoping he's going to pull through. He refuses to go to the emergency room. He is treating it strictly with tequila. And I've never heard a more 50-year-old person thing in my entire life. Well, dude, I mean, there's probably a little bit of the poison from the tarantula in the fucking Which tequila. Which is acting like an anti-venom. Dude. God, dude, I don't understand these things. It's because I'm stupid. Dude, it's the COVID vaccine right Fuck. there. The you COVID I mean? vaccine is tarantulas. 100%. And that's, that's uh, I think that's the message we, we might just leave you with today. What do you guys think? You got anything you want to add? Markel, RJ, somebody. One second. One second. I'm chewing. He's chewing. He learned from the first time. The first time we were recording and Markel was was chewing into the microphone and I threatened to kill myself. And he stopped (laughs) since then. What the (laughs) fuck? God damn it. How the hell did he get bit by a a tarantula? That's the thing. is It's just such a my dad thing. He was running through the street and something bit him in the face. And if you look at the marks, it's two bite marks like where a tarantula's fangs would hit. And he's, dude, he says he's fine. But I was telling RJ earlier, you'd think this is so funny because you know my grandma. And he sends it out to the group text, which my grandma's in. And he goes, and my grandma goes, Oh my God, Joey, you have to talk to your father. His face, it's turning half black. He must have got bit by some tarantula in, in Arizona. It's poisonous. I go look at the picture, and the black part of his face is the shadow from his phone. <laughs> my, dude, my grandma literally thought he was like taking a picture of half of his face falling off. <laughs> you got to feel bad for old people in that sense. Like they're trying their hardest, you know. A scorpion yeah. crawled into his eyeball and shagged it from Shall the inside we? out. A scorpion crawled into his eyeball. It hit the back of his cornea, and now he's he's hospitalized. And it's like, no, he probably got bit by something twice on the face. That's probably what happened. That was an IV for the tequila. Yeah. Not a hospital IV. Yeah. But... Markel, you got anything you want to promote, man? Are you are you gonna are you gonna start working on that blog on that blog you were telling me about? You still got any interest in that? Yeah, bro. People should be on the of... They, I gotta give you guys credit. They have they have really like the people that listen to this show, and there's not a ton. There are some. Uh, they've really liked the episodes that you guys were on. The two that you guys, you know, episode four, and then I think RJ was on episode fifteen. Those ones have like the second and third most plays on the whole thing. So I do want to thank you guys for like taking your time to be a part of this and stuff. And, you know, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll get a lot of listens on this one too. People, people fucking like what you guys have to say. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Oh well, yeah. It's been fun. I mean, I don't really want to discuss too much about that, but just know yeah. that there's going to be a lot in the future and hell yeah. You know, I want you to be a part of it. So I, I absolutely will, man. So people will be on lookout for that. RJ, do you, do you have anything that you want to promote? Anything? Follow me on no <laughs> social media. I don't got it. Dude. You know what I mean? Dude. Yeah. That's smart. Fucking. Uh, it's just because I just. 
don't give a fuck about anything. But it's still fun to come on this podcast and bullshit with y'all. You know what I mean? It's a good time. I'm glad we could do it. You know what I mean? Markel, it was nice to meet you. You know what I mean? Cool dude. Yeah, you too. Well, I'll have to link up at some point, man. Definitely on a vacation or something. Um, you know, just hopefully, hopefully fucking shit gets back to normal and we'll all be doing some shit like, I don't know, meeting up in Arizona. We're all going out Zony way and we'll all ride some horses together. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Wait, guys. Thanks, thanks for listening. This has been Joey Cabuana, Markel, RJ. And uh, just have a good fucking day, man. All right. All right, peace. Deuces. Peace. All right, I think we I think we just ended the recording there. So, Markel, man, thanks for being on. Yeah. How long was that? That's got to be over an hour. Oh wow. Yeah, man. Um. I'll probably FaceTime you later in the week. Still recording. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Shit, dude. I told you to fucking figure.